The administrative profession holds both routine and unexpected demands throughout each day. Due to each role being unique, much like your thumbprint, there's no manual that makes it black and white or a no-brainer. However, having transitioned from the profession myself turned specialized headhunter, I've been blessed with over 2,500 one-on-one connections with admins living this profession each day. They've shared with me remedies, ideas, and hilarious moments, which could help others transition from, and I air quote, the word island, in which we feel and see ourselves living, to a place of community. Each PS episode, of which I'll let you know, PS stands for permission slip, not postscript. These episodes will deliver thought-provoking moments to help you navigate your admin world. Let's get to today's topic. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a PS episode, which is going to be special. Uh, Truth be told, I'm recording this on Thursday, the, I don't even know what day it is. I know it's Thursday, Thursday, April 23rd, late in the evening, the family's winding down, and I've just been compiling notes of the last five weeks, you know, being here in what's either still the beginning, somewhat of the beginning of the middle of this coronavirus, COVID-19. And wow, impressive. That's kind of really the only word uh, I can can share. Uh, I've been telling people as I've been coordinating calls and just really investing in social capital and consulting with executive assistants and uh, leaders here in the Denver community, I'm on a train that doesn't have a stop anytime soon, and it doesn't have a cable line to pull down to ask the conductor to please stop and let me get off. (laughs) And, um, you know, it's been a journey that's got mixed emotions. Uh, Each day, I am talking to myself, telling myself it's going to be a great day. We're entering a really beautiful season of warmer weather, which is obviously so helping. And um, we're all in this together. So I've got a variety of things I want to discuss, and I want to bring oxygen to this time together. I want to give oxygen into everyone that's listening, everyone that's showing up for just something. And I believe this episode is going to have a variety of things for you to ponder, for you to deploy, and um, to give you energy, which is something I'm very always, always very excited about to do for um, spending time with someone. So I'm going to start with you guys. I'm going to start with the assistants. I'm going to say it's very hard right now for so many of you to experience a sense of accomplishment. I hear you. I get it. You know, you're not doing excessive amount of calendaring. Uh, The first two weeks was really just sort of repairing the calendar, taking down travel, and then all of a sudden the two weeks, three weeks kind of started to die off. And it was a lot less work for you guys. And I know that some of you are focusing on how do I stay relevant right now? You know, how do I show up in my role and also keep my role in a time where everything is uncertain and we're moving day by day? Uh, One of the things I want to share is that sense of accomplishment. I decided about three weeks into all of this that if I accomplished two to three, maybe four things really good in one day, 
It was a successful day. And that could have been research connected to something I wanted to start looking into. I have a lot of things that fall on my calendar, a lot of initiatives, things that fell to the bottom of my to-do list because there wasn't a lot of time, as well as focus was just different. Uh, Staying relevant right now will help you also experience a sense of accomplishment because maybe you have the freedom to ask your executive, hey, we're able to be back in the physical presence of ourselves and the leadership team and all the other employees. I believe I have an opportunity to be stronger with Excel for so-and-so. I would like your permission to work, you know, up to two, possibly three hours a week on perfecting that and or learning pivot tables. Maybe some of you out there are very excited about PowerPoint. You know, at the end of the day, when we do have a chance to go to phase something of all of this that puts us in um, more work on our calendar and on our desk to do, we're that much stronger. And the fact that you're investing in your career, which they get to benefit from, uh, is really powerful. Plus it's extreme uh, high quality of leadership when you bring those things up because yes, they're not thinking about that for you. Um, Some of you guys out there are parents. I'm a parent. I've got two kids in the double digit and uh, we're operating on a schedule. And the next two words are a broken record in my day-to-day. If they are on technology more than they should be, the guilt that I have, I have to dismiss it. They're not going to go crazy. Uh, They're not going to, their brain is not going to be fried, uh, you know, for the sake of school and digital learning. It isn't filling up eight hours of the day. And we've created an I'm bored list. I printed out a ton of... um, crossword puzzles, word searches. I also printed out on Netflix a great list of documentaries that's appropriate for their age. And for those little itty bitties, when I've been talking to some families, you know, and with the warmer weather coming, get that pool out in the backyard, get paint, you know, it's going to be connected to my next word, which for my type A's out there, you need to give yourself some grace. And if no one's told you that, I hope those words just really hit home for you. You are still an amazing parent. You need to give yourself grace that if they don't do a spectacular job on their work at home, these teachers know you guys are all trying to navigate very uncertain waters. No one is going to judge you for your kid not completing that reading assignment. It's really going to be okay. And for me, grace and, you know, being vulnerable, if I'm not having a stellar day and I tell the kids I need a timeout, I'm being vulnerable. I'm showing them that I'm human. And if you need to exercise that for yourself, uh, there you go. Go ahead. Try that out. Um, I happen to be blessed with doors on my office and I've posted on busy days where I've got a lot of calls that include both video and audio. I've printed out my calendar. It's color coded. The kids get a chance to see it and read it. And they know kind of when I have blocks of time. And it's been cute because we've been sort of playing office at home. They've been writing down on the schedule when they need me or want to visit with me. And You know, I interviewed for a video, if anyone follows me on Instagram or LinkedIn, an amazing um, person, Dr. Cheryl Ziegler, and she's connected to that grace and really changing up the way we feel guilt. We talked about, you know, showing up a little bit different as a parent right now. And if you went on a bike ride, 
their mindset, their energy, and their health is sort of um, what's going on in that activity as a family. It doesn't always have to be learning. doesn't have to be math. And if you want to do math, have them in the kitchen with you cooking. You know, measurement is a wonderful form of math. I was actually laughing and saying home ec right now is extremely strong in the Ellis household. So sense of accomplishment, you know, finding things that help you feel accomplished. And for those that have been listening along, I'm not a big one to use the word feeling, but we're all feeling feeling very deeply right now. And I want you to embrace the feelings and the emotions and the heartache and um, staying relevant. You know, for you as a professional, I continue to tell all that I'm connecting with now is an opportunity to use some of this bought back time to let your executive know that you want to professionally develop, asking for the permission to do so. Um, Some library cards, uh, side tangent for very relevant reason, some of the library cards here in the state of Colorado actually have memberships with Linda, L-Y-N-D-A.com, to where you can access their immaculate library of resources, education, and certification. So check that out. Coming back to the list here of things that are connected to you. Repositioning guilt, you know, using vulnerability. My goodness, tell your kids you need a timeout if you need to. It's uh, worked for me a few times. Um, and then for my type A's, just give yourself some grace. It's going to be okay. The kids are going to be great. They really, really are. And, you know, for the free time that you're not doing calendaring, you're not booking travel, you're not really doing expense reports, you still have a purpose in your role. You still do, I promise you. And now taking those last thoughts to the next part of what the heck is going on with our executive and the leadership team. And it's been really powerful in talking to executive clients, you know, and checking in on them and asking what their pain points are and asking them where, you know, they're, they're not showing up as the leader they hope they could be dur- during a time like now. And we've drilled it down to, which was a revelation for me during a call, you know, they're constantly working where the needle is moving forward. There's a deal in the future. They're future people looking at the deal, looking at the calendar. Oh, there's an LOI. Oh, there's going to be an opportunity to see that property or, you know, oh, we're going to have that convention or, oh, there's that conference. You know, I know people are still keeping board activities on the calendar as they should. Now is the best time to be in front of your board. And because so much of their day-to-day is a hamster wheel, These executives have only ever known moving forward, and moving forward has produced results. Moving forward has provided opportunities for being challenged and stretching and scaling the business and making new hires. And when growth is not happening, there is a sense for them of lack of accomplishment, lack of fulfillment, uh, failing as a leader. When also so many people rely on that one person, that CEO, to be visible, to be moving forward. And when there isn't something new to describe, to explain, oh, we've got this new deal in the pipeline, it's great, we're, you know, opening up this new hotel, they're completely out of their flow in their zone. And so connected to that very deeply is being sensitive, being sensitive to the fact that the weight that is on their shoulders to provide um, improvements and forward movement of a company, um, they're struggling with that on their own. And 
if you hadn't kind of thought about it that way, and that's opened up your mind a little bit to understand, okay, the additional frustration on top of just the daily uh, frustration and noise, um, it's definitely inflamed. And so giving that executive some grace, empathy, as I've said multiple times on other episodes, is so powerful. So powerful. And um, some of the advice I've provided for exceptional lab I've connected with is finding something that you can do to give your executive the sense that there's a project that's moving. There's a project and maybe it's a long laundry list of stuff that you've thrown together over the months or years you've been in your role. And you're like, now's the time to clean out our filing system. Now's the time to totally work on organizing the inbox of my executive. You know, now's the time to kind of create a rhythm with the calendar. Let's, you know, implement color coding. What is thinking time? Is that blocked on their calendar? And uh, connected to thinking time in the calendar and connected to, you know, two things I've been really strongly saying in the last few years is, executives suffer from decision fatigue and our job and our excitement and altruistic state of wanting to serve is to alleviate that decision fatigue. And then now connected to that is fricking screen fatigue. Screen fatigue being they're on their cell phone having a call. Uh, they're on their computer. They're in these constant meetings that are digital that are traditionally um, not on their calendar. And the human energy that you have when you can physically be in the presence of someone else is very different than the digital energy that's coming from being on these calls and trying to be on your A game as an executive. And so thinking about screen fatigue and decision fatigue, one of the power plays you could do connecting further to your executive is sending an email and saying, I want to start to help you with the fact that you may be suffering from decision uh, screen fatigue. Can we start blocking just one hour a day where you're not on your screen. And maybe that is the permission slip to get on the Peloton or on the treadmill. <clears throat> Whatever you can do to try to help alleviate those two things is so powerful for you. And it's how you lead today. Also connected to that is, you know, that moving of the needle I mentioned earlier, you know, can you help put together some systems? Um, can you help put together a protocol? You know, I've heard of some amazing assistants that have actually put a manual together of their role. And not to say that you're going to put that together because you're going to be let go, but how beautiful to have a Bible for your role. How powerful to be able to talk about, oh, that's in the manual. That's in the manual that I created. Um, and for my startups, this is something I did when I was in my EA role is a company style guide. You know, if you've got regular correspondence, whether it's in a, a deck through PowerPoint or whether it's through marketing materials, do you have a company style guide? And go ahead and search that on the internet to learn what that is. And it's a manual ultimately of what are the colors that the company logo is, and some small firms that don't have a large marketing department and or an outside firm that they use for those things, that's a really beautiful way for you to spend some time right now. It's a way for them to know that, hey, that's going to be available. It's going to be a part of, you know, when we hire new people in the future, when we have growth again in the economy, we can show this to them and it's a part of the manual. Um, so a style guide is really key. I was having a call with one of my sweetest friends. 
And she's so sweet. And we were talking and she shared with me, I said, tell me what you are doing. It's really important that I learn first what they're doing. It helps me really curate the way that we spend time together, never from saying, this is absolutely what you need to do, which I may be found saying every 50th call, but I want to know what they're doing already, which helps me understand where they have hit a roadblock in the depth of thinking. It doesn't mean that they're not intelligent enough, and it doesn't mean that they're not creative enough, but you guys are also alone, which is such a huge reason why I'm doing this podcast, is just kind of bring all these interactions to a digital platform for you guys to all kind of sit back, remember you're not alone, remember that there's out ideas out there, and I'm bringing them here. One of the things that she said, which I loved, but I challenged her, I'm telling everyone, tell me where I can help you. I said, that's great. Unfortunately, connected to decision fatigue, they cannot stop and think, okay, she can help me. Let me hand off X. That's especially hard if she's connecting to other teams that don't get regular access to her when they are uh, pre-COVID. So one of the things I've said is changing up your narrative just a little bit. When you're interacting with someone and or putting maybe a group email together or a single email and it's beautifully put together and it specifies, these are some strengths I have right now that I'm not leveraging. I can be available to you to take over one being research two working with someone on maybe uh, creating Excel spreadsheets. Um, maybe they want you to you know, take care of some culture opportunities. I just had an amazing episode released called Culture Queen, my girl, Danielle. We had a great time recording that. She's got some interesting ideas. You know, I've been um, working with a nonprofit in Denver called Wish for Wheels, and we're just trying to get creative. You know, the work that they do requires team efforts coming together in a group setting. And right now we aren't allowed to do that. So trying to figure out a way and for the sake of a really cool thing I've heard from some of the executives out there is they're creating on their own time on Sundays, a video. And every Monday, this video is of the CEO. It's sent out to the entire uh, company wide. And it's a video from him or her. And this video talks about what he's doing or she's doing, what this executive is, you know, working on, transparency is key. If your executive isn't doing something like that and you think they would be comfortable creating a two minute on their phone, simple video, you can maybe take over getting that video from them, loading it up into the cloud, figuring out how to use any video um, creating platform like Canva, C-A-N-V-A, and putting something together. Right now, the biggest thing for leaders to do is to remember that we are all missing a piece of happiness. And from studies and things that have um, connected to that really beautiful word, happiness, is happiness brings about pleasure, passion, and purpose. And right now, pleasure is super slim, if at all. Uh, passion, I'm really passionate about my workout clothes, <laughs> and I'm really passionate about my pajamas. And uh, that's just not enough, right? It's just not enough. And purpose. I mean, every single one of us as executive assistants, me still through and through, I need to get up and get out of bed and know that I have purpose, that I'm here to support things moving forward. 
And when those have been taken away from us, 25, 50, or even more percent, I heard from an executive this morning, her assistant is only supporting her 70, uh, 25%. So 75% is gone. They've transitioned her, fortunately, to just help other departments. Uh, that's hard for us. And I hear that. And I want you guys to say, yeah, what is my purpose right now during this time? What are my strengths? And um, letting your executive know that as a leader, they do have an opportunity to put energy into the human beings that get up every day and want pleasure, passion, and purpose. And then the final thing, um, <laughs> every day feels like the day before. And so how do you not lose motivation? How do you stay positive? How do you embrace the five minute rule that I have to be pissed, angry, cry, sad, be a crappy parent, and then, you know, free yourself of the guilt and declare the next day, pajama day, and it's a half day, right? And then whatever you want after that, whatever you can do that your heart is willing to receive and be comfortable with, try it out in baby steps. One rule for me is I've deemed Monday through Friday, I am absolutely in regular clothes. I haven't put jeans on last week. Regular clothes, they still fit by the way, which is great. Regular clothes, and I'm in sneakers or real shoes Monday through Friday. I am not in my slippers. Saturday and Sunday, I am. And it has been helpful to break up and have a sense of change in a day in day-to-day environment that doesn't feel like change. I hope some of the things I've shared here have made you feel a little emotional, but then also recognize you've got some new things to work with. I'm just praying for all of us. I'm watching the news very little, but just enough to stay informed. I have not grabbed on to living in a state of fear because that's not going to get me anywhere. I'm sad for the people that have lost their jobs. For anyone listening to this, I pray for you. And just know that when we are stretched is when we grow. So embrace the stretch. Be excited for some of the things that I've given to you here. Throw your sneakers on Monday through Friday. Give yourself some grace, even my type A's. And remember, it's going to be okay. Thanks for sharing a little bit of your time with me and allowing me the opportunity to inspire you. My intention with the PS episodes are for you to rediscover why you're in this profession and continue to love it. Have a great day.